Welcome to the Genuine Creative Podcast with Melissa Hurt. Here's where I'll be helping creatives get through mindset blocks, step into wellness and self-care practices, and overcome imposter syndrome so that you can live genuinely as a creative person, putting your greatest gift out into the world. Episode seven. And in this episode, I'm going to talk about fear that shows up in creativity. Now, we all know fear, it's an important part of the human experience. But I think it's even more important when it shows up in creativity. Now, here's the thing when we think about creativity, more than likely we're thinking about joy and effervescence and sunshine and it's all bright and beautiful and it feels easy and good. But the truth is, creativity is a messy, scary process. Creativity is that spark of fire coming from your spirit that says, I need to express myself. And this form that you're in has a function of how it wants to express that creative spark, whether it's through writing, whether it's through painting, drawing, dance, playing an instrument, um, and a million other ways that people are creative and expressive. It's scary because that creative spark comes from you. Now, certainly you can be sponsored to take on a project. Someone says, paint a portrait of my dog. And you say, great. And then you paint the portrait. But that art, that essence is still coming from that creative spark, which is you. Now, I want to talk about the creative process and fear in the creative process when you want to embark on something of your own creation. So this isn't necessarily something that someone has sponsored or commissioned for you to do. This is something that is waking you up in the middle of the night and you say, I have to do this thing. More times than not, that deep core essence of needing to create is your truest self needing to come out. And it can be very scary to start that project. And what I know is true for myself is that when I have made the bold choice to honor that call, I have created some of the most truthful, scary, raw art that has then become other things. So for example, I got really into writing poetry about four years ago. And I can remember very clearly waking up at three in the morning with a poem that needed to push through my skin. Like I could feel this poem very deep inside, pushing out like a baby wanting to be born. And so I would get up, I would grab my journal and and a pen, and I would just say, I don't know what this is going to be, but I have to start. And I would just take pen to paper and move And then it starts to take shape and the words begin to become phrases which begin to have meaning. And I begin to see the shape and scope and depth of the story that was laying inside me for so many years 
that needed to come out. And then through the craft of poetry, I can revise and edit and add, you know, different forms to stanzas, things like that. But that initial birthing needed to happen. Now, if I had felt fear and denied that call, what would have happened? Have you done that? Have you had the call to make something great and you say, no, I can't, it's too much. I can't take on this task. Or maybe you start and you say, this is crap and you throw it away and then you abandon that call. Well, in that particular instance, fear is an expression working to keep you safe because it does not want you to bust through your status quo. So we all have a set limit that we have been riding at for many years. It's our status quo. We have a capacity of comfort for what we accomplish for our little mini failures day by day, our setbacks, thresholds of love and joy in our relationships. Or maybe we seek out the debates with our relationships because we feel like then we are holding space in a, in a conversation, whatever your style is. But we have this box that we live in, and it's our status quo. And when fear shows up at the front of that deep creative call, fear is showing up because it knows you are about to bust through that status quo and do something bigger and better and greater and more different than you have done before. And you have two choices. You can sit with that feeling of fear and say, am I on team fear and I am too scared to go beyond my status quo? I'm too scared to see what's lying inside of me. And so I can't do this thing can't heed the call, can't write the poem, can't do the painting, can't do the thing, because I'm scared of what's going to come out of me and I'm not ready for that. Okay, but option two is fear, I hear you, I see you, I definitely feel you, but I have to, I have to do this thing. And as you put pen to paper or brush to canvas or whatever your art is and you start to do it, Fear is going to be screaming at you, saying, you suck. You can't do it. You've just messed that up. It's going to do everything it can to sabotage your effort. Then you have a choice. You can say, you know what, fear, you're right. This sucks. I'm done. Or you can say, uh-uh, shut up. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. You're just trying to put me back in the glass box. So I'm going to keep going. And so you push through. Those are big choices. And know that when fear shows up for you in that creative moment, pushing through will take you to the next level. And I'm personally all about leveling up. Now don't get me wrong, and don't confuse that with grind culture. I am not about grind culture at all. I definitely believe in rest and rest restoration and cruising when something feels right. But there are times that cruising becomes coasting, becomes stuck. And when you can feel that happening, you've got to break through and level up. 
and take yourself beyond to the next level, to the next garden that's going to help you to grow. And so in this particular moment, when I woke up at 3 a.m. to write a poem that was pushing through my skin, I wrote it and I surprised myself because I didn't know I had that poem inside of me. And as I refined it and shaped it, I added to it, and more and more I realized that I could call myself a poet. I earned the badge because of the depth and um, how profound this poem was and the deep, deep meaning it held for me. And once I surprised myself, and please give yourself permission to surprise yourself, once I surprised myself at what was in me, it gave me the green light to keep going. I wrote myself my own permission slip to honor the call. And so I would wake up in the morning, not always 3 a.m., but sometimes like 4.30, make my coffee and sit for two hours just writing, 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 writing before the family's up. Because I knew that my spirit, that creative spark, needed kindling. And I, I had to tap into it and let it glow and grow. So I wrote a ton of poems. I wrote poems every morning for about two years. And I look back at some of them, and some of them are truly remarkable. A couple of them got published. But the one that woke me up at 3 AM, it became the framework for what is now a 187-page book um, written for a middle grade audience in verse. And I am so thankful that I told fear to take a back seat because this book that I've written has become a much bigger purpose and calling for me that I know is important on my time here on this earth. And so I'm hoping that this book sees the light of day. It reaches young audiences so I can affect positive change in their young, beautiful minds. But if it doesn't, then I know still that I did that. I made that, and I proved to myself what I'm capable of. And so when my daughter has a moment of fear, I can share that story with her and live the example, not just tell her about it, but live the example of what it means to level up in spite of fear because I have to be a creative person. If I am not a creative person, I am denying my true essence. And if I am denying my true essence, then it's like I'm telling God he had the wrong blueprint for me. Well, who am I to say that? I cannot say that. That would be ridiculous. So you have to honor who you are and how you are, even if fear is showing up for the ride. And so I wanted to drop this message to you, keep it short and sweet, to let you know that you hold the pen in your hand to write your own permission slip to be great. You can surpass your glass box and take yourself to new scenery. You can change your status quo and live on that level for many years. And then if you decide you need to level up some more or in a different direction, then you have the permission slip to do that. Because there is a blueprint for your life, this creative spark that lights it up, 
and it will always be there for you so long as you continue to give it the breath of life. All right, that's what I wanted to share with you today. I hope this was meaningful for you. I hope it's just what you needed to hear. Reach out to me and let me know. My website's melissahurt.com. You can contact me there. If you're watching this on YouTube, leave a comment below and let me know how this sits with you. And if you have any questions about anything I've ever shared, any of these teachings I've offered, again, I'm a teacher at heart. I'm here to serve you. Thank you so much for listening. Take care. If you like this show, please subscribe and leave a positive review.